Happy Tuesday, Spartan Nation. PIJ Manigo here, bringing you another episode of the Spartan Dog Podcast. Hopefully, everyone's having a pretty good week, and hopefully, you know, it's been productive. It feels like it's a Thursday or a Wednesday, but it's only Tuesday. Grant, in about a few hours or some, it's going to probably be Wednesday, but still, it feels like the week is a lot later. Hopefully, you guys are having a good week, though, and we make it to Friday, and we can take some shots together. Moving along, though, football season is right around the corner. The spring season wrapped up, and I know Spartan fans are excited about that. And about the news for today, another transfer added to the collection. That's 14 deep. Shout out to Mel Tucker and company. But I also want to give a shout out to the Spartan fans listening. I was just looking at the demographics and just the stats for our show, and there's people listening everywhere, Ireland, Singapore, everywhere so i appreciate you guys listening taking time out of your day because you know we just do this for fun and shout out to the other michigan state podcasts out there the graham couches the coy robinsons and everyone else out there um you know all the podcasts spartan speaks i forget you know the one they just interviewed ma a few days ago and i listened to it just amazing content that spartan nation brings out for the fans it's an amazing community um so definitely make sure you guys are listening to those guys too and um giving those guys a shout out because their their information is great and it i love waking up knowing that there's a spartan football podcast out there to listen to so thank you for listening to me at least anyway though moving us on right into the conversation the topic for today i just want to talk about the mel tucker effect you know i think the spring conversation has been talked about a lot i think it's been beat into the ground i think we all understand that you know our quarterbacks were hard to see I think Peyton Thorne's going to win the job. I think he's been advertised a little bit more. I could be wrong. I could be, you know, overlooking it a little bit. But it seems to me that Peyton Thorne's been getting a lot of advertisement. I don't know if it's the coach's fault or who's who's doing it, but it seems like he's been getting a lot of advertisement. At first, it looked like Russo was getting a lot of push when he first came to the school. But, you know, recently it just seems like, Peyton Thorne's been getting a lot of push. And I don't know if that means he's going to get the job for sure. We have a whole fall camp. But to me, in my opinion, I think Thorne is the guy. I think he's been the guy, you know, but we'll see how that plays out. Anthony Russo is still a good quarterback, too. I think it's a good situation to have to where it's hard. And Noah Kim is good, too. Like, Noah Kim looked good. He looked like what an average old-school Michigan quarterback starter, a starting quarterback would be for Michigan State. So Noah Kim, he probably would have won the job a few years ago if it, you know, if it was up to some other people. But so we have a good quarterback room. And, you know, as for every other position, you know, it's again, it's all kind of obvious, you know, um, Kenneth Walker is going to be exciting. Receivers are going to be exciting. Offensive line didn't really get to make a judgment about them because everyone that was supposed to be there or will be there wasn't really playing except for Horst. And, you know, people made people made some splashes. So for, as far as it's the spring game, I don't really have a lot to say about it. Um, there's really not much you could say about it. It was just, you know, kind of like, um, I think it was Chris Solari, like he said, um, it was just an, it was just a good opportunity to see Michigan state football. I think it was a good chance to see, you know, what was, what was being done behind the scenes and what we have out there. Um, it's not much to be scared about, or, I mean, I, I was excited about Peyton Thorne, the offense. I think the play action and stuff is great because people expect Michigan state to run. So I like that we're doing play action a lot and also running to keep people loyal. I like that a lot. Just some, I, I, you know, I watched the spring game like four times. I don't know why, but I did. 
But I liked it. I liked what I saw from that, at least the play calling. But other than that, you know, I couldn't really take anything away and run with it. But as far as what I am going to take away and run with is what's going on right now behind the scenes and what is coming in the fall. And that's our transfers we have coming in here. Um, I was always a firm believer in the transfer portal, you know. I think if you're especially in the Big Ten to where Ohio State is just so far ahead of everybody, I think getting guys in there fast is extremely important. I think it it's just important. And Mel Tucker gets it, and I'm glad he's on our team. I'm glad he's on Michigan State because I think with Ohio State there and with just the way college is, you have to move quick. You have to have that, you know, that sense of urgency to be good, to level up. And we're still not on Ohio State's level. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is, you know, we're trying to level up and be better than the Indianas, better than the Minnesotas, better than those guys. And I have a very, not crazy statistic, but, you know, a fun fact here later on for you guys about that. But with the transfer, what I like that what Mel Tucker is doing right now with it is that he's getting guys that aren't just, you know, good, you know, oh, he could be good. He's getting guys that I think some of them, you know, for a few of them, I think they probably should be good, you know. For like a few of them, like um, um, like the guy that we just got today, Ronald Williams. I think he probably will be very, very good. I think that um I think that one of those receivers, Fitzpatrick, and I think that Carr as a tight end slash receiver is gonna be good. I think Crouch, if he's used right in the right position, I think he'll be good too. You know, I think we got guys that can really be successful in the positions that they're going to be in. I think Mel Tucker did a great job at that. And so when I look at that and I look at the players we have coming in as a combination, so the high school class of 2021 mixed with the transfer class of 2021, Mel Tucker did a hell of a job. And we're actually deeper than what people, you know, would think. You know, I, I do like a mini depth chart, not a depth chart, but like a roster chart on my phone. You know, my my fires get bored. So I did a roster chart and our team is actually pretty deep in positions. I was looking in almost every single position that, you know, we said we needed somebody at. We got someone that is at least OK or that can suffice, you know, quarterback. We got Thorne and Russo and Kim. All two two of those guys can for sure play. And if worse comes to worse, like if we just get in a Jurassic situation, we have Kim, who I think is if you know applicable to at least not be terrible. You know, he's not clueless. I don't think he he looks clueless out there. Running backs, we we needed an electrifying one. We got Kenneth Walker, so that's just a, a that's just a hammer and the backfield. That's just the for sure handed back with elusiveness, and it gives Connor Hayward a break. So running back. That's what we wanted. That's what we got. Receiver, honestly, we didn't really need a receiver, but we got deeper at receiver. You know, we have we already have the Reed, Naylor, Mosley, Stewart, Hayes, Lockett, Foster. I actually like Cade McDonald too. I don't know what it is, but Cade McDonald has juice. He got the juice. Cade McDonald can I hope he stays and I hope Cade McDonald still does his thing because I think Cade makes plays. Every single highlight I've seen him in, even in actual games, Cade McDonald makes plays. So I actually like Cade McDonald. But anyway, we have Coleman as a coming in as a freshman, and then Fitzpatrick. So our receivers are deep. Tight end, I actually like the tight ends too. I'm glad we kind of got rid of you know the stuff from before. Gillinson, Allen, 
Tyler Hunt, and then Carr, I think, will be a tight end hybrid receiver. I hide it. Look, tight end receiver hybrid kind of guy. I have him as tight end on my thing. Offensive line, I'm skipping that because I'm not going to sit here and read you guys 24 names and guys and pick and choose where they're going to be. You know, you guys understand that the offensive line needs to get better. There's a lot of moving pieces. We have Jarrett Horst, who I'm, I'm, I think is an instant game changer. And I don't know if Ethan Boyd or any of the guys coming in could play. I think some of them have the size to, but we'll see. You know, I, I offensive line, I, I actually think we have talent. I just got to see it in a game. I can't just say, yeah, they're going to be good. You know, I think we have names. I just got to see the right rotation of guys out there to where it looks good. Um, You know, and again, what this transfer did is it completed our team, even on defense, like, Defense, we have defensive line again. We have good guys on there. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna break down the list of defensive linemen. We have Jordan Panashik, Beasley, so on and so forth. Like we, our line has been pretty good. Our defensive line, our, our ends are good. Our line is good. We have Mallory Hunt, Barrow Slade, and you know guys from there. I think Derek Harmon's gonna be a sneak pick too. Whatever. So all these positions were deeper, and we needed linebackers. We have linebackers now. We have guys that are in the system like Klein. Harvey, Halliday, DeMarzo, Hightower, but we're also bringing in guys who could easily learn the system but might have a more upside and might, you know, be a little bit better. Guys like Ma, Ma G, I call him Ma G, the, the freshman from Bishop Gorman. I'm not going to mess up his last name. You know, kudos to the guys that interviewed him and got it right. I messed it up, so I'm not going to try to mess that up. And I also think Tyson Watson's going to be um, – I actually was just – Based since I was just talking about that, I think Tyson Watson's going to be pretty sneaky too. I think he's sized up and good. But again, even with our defensive end, someone might leave. You know, someone, I don't think it's going to be anyone from our 21 class, but you know, someone might, you know, peace out. I don't think it's that deep yet, but we'll see how it goes. But for linebacker, like I was saying, you know, you got Maji, you got Crouch from Tennessee, you got Van Summerman from Michigan, and then you got Tank Brown from Minnesota. You know, all pretty good players that I think are going to get play time for sure. And then our backfield safeties, you guys understand that too. We, we just added someone from Alabama. We got Chester Kimbrough, Crump, Spencer Rowland, Brooks, Lowry Jr., Brantley, all these guys, a good combination. I think our backfield is going to be a lot better than people think too. Don't believe me? I think Holland Barnett made Kalen Gerving and Shakur Brown better than they ever were years before they were coached that was one year with harlan barnett May, yeah one year with harlan barnett and kaylin gerving looked extremely better shakur brown almost got drafted based off of that one year because he was not like that before that that year so i think harlan barnett's going to do a good job at developing guys and if they already have a, a good sense of how to play football and already have been well coached and are already sized up and where they need to be as players I think Michigan State's going to be very surprising with talent. So that leads me to like what this transfer stuff means. It means it's bringing excitement. That's what Mel Tucker has done for Michigan State, and it's been that's what I'm excited about. Those transfers, especially the Alabama transfer, those kind of things give Michigan State fans hope. And that that Mel Tucker effect is rolling down into Spartan Stadium, which I think we need this year. If we have a home game and our fans aren't a factor. It's useless. Like we our our home our stadium has to be a factor in the game. We have a hard schedule. You know, we we play some hard teams. It's gonna be something. You know, where 
we might, you know, we might win some, we might lose some, but our fans are going to matter a lot. And how we start the year is going to matter a lot. And Mel Tucker has made it easier for us to have a better start to the year because the start matters a lot. Ask Penn State, you know. Ask Penn State. I mean, they'll tell you how you start the year matters. And, um, you know, if we lose to Northwestern, lose to Miami, that's going to change the trajectory of the year. If we beat Miami, beat Northwestern, man, we're going to start getting a lot more TV time. But, you know, that rolled me off of the stadium. So, again, I think we need the stadium to be pop- popping. The fans, the the campus, that builds. That's a big X factor, too. Also, I think we can compete with the big guys now. Not Ohio State so much. But the for, let, me, let me backtrack here. When I mean big guys, I mean in the Big Ten East, we have to compete with Ohio State, Penn State, Indiana, Michigan. Take Ohio State out the mix for one second. Ohio State's in a tier of their own. That leaves Penn State, Michigan, Indiana as like the the bottom, the bottom, the second tier. Penn State, Michigan, Indiana. Indiana might be the Minnesota of 2021. They might be a Duran Duran, a one-hit wonder. We don't know what Minnesota, what Indiana is going to be next year. So I mean, they they're obviously better than us right now. Right now, easy on the word, better than us. Right now, they are, I would say, as an unbiased person. But we'll give them it. So right now, they're in that second tier, Penn State and Michigan. I don't think Michigan is going to be good this year. I, I'm not just saying that to be a hating Spartan fan. I'm concerned with Michigan, with the way the, with the, way the program is going. I'm concerned for Michigan. I think the Big Ten is a lot better when Michigan is good. Sorry, Spartan fans. I know you're gonna hate me, but I think it's better. It's best for business. It's best for money. We all need Michigan to be good because it makes the games better. If we all know we're gonna blow out Michigan, is it fun? Buckeye fans, close your ears. Michigan State fans, if we are blowing out Michigan every time like we did before, is it as fun? You know, I'm not saying lose, but we at least want Michigan to be, you know, watchable to play. Like I don't want to just know like we're gonna beat the brakes off these guys. And I'm not saying we're gonna do it next year. I'm just saying, you know, with the way Michigan has been looking lately and what I've been reading, a lot of players have been transferring. The guy from LSU transferred there and then transferred out. I don't know. So that leads me to my point. Michigan State has a good chance if they play well to possibly be maybe third third best in the Big Ten East. Third best, third best team in the Big Ten East is not a stretch. That's Ohio State, that's Penn State, and then that's if Michigan sucks and Indiana's not the same, that's Michigan State's spot to take. Now, we, I think we have talent to shock some people. I think we have enough talent to beat Penn State. I think we have enough talent to beat Indiana. <laughs> and I know we have enough talent to beat Michigan. So I'm not worried about any of those games. Ohio State, honestly, I just want us to play close. Keep it, keep it within 17 points, and I might be happy. I don't think it's going to happen. But if we keep it within 17, that's a win for me. I know it sounds crazy, but it's a win for me. But as far as those guys, I think we have a chance to, you know, be sneakingly good. So the transfers have given us talent to say that. That's the point of what I'm getting at. You know, the transfers have given us the right to say we could possibly be third best in the Big Ten East. Just a year ago, we thought this would be a four-year project. We didn't think we would be saying this till 2000. 20, 23, 24. 
And that's not an exaggeration. People said it might take Mel Tucker three years to be competent as a football team. I think we'll be competent next year. Call me crazy, but I think we'll be competent next year. And I think we'll be very, very competitive next year. A lot better than last year. That's that Mel Tucker recruiting effect, though, that transfer recruiting effect. And then lastly, and here was my fun fact I was talking about earlier. Michigan State, besides the transfers, because I don't think that I'm actually I know it doesn't. That doesn't account for the recruiting. Michigan State out recruited. Indiana and they out recruited Northwestern. Now, I know we probably out recruited more, but I'm just using those as a quickie because Northwestern was just in the Big Ten championship a year ago. And Indiana was runner up for the Big Ten championship a year ago. And you would think, you know, you would think most teams when they get a hot year, like Minnesota, when they had a hot year, Minnesota, you know, Minnesota got a, a hot recruiting class. God, granted, it, the next year they sucked. Like last year, they weren't the same. But I mean, normally you're supposed to get a better recruiting class. So Michigan State, that mean it's not a big factor because. Northwestern's on a recruiting blue blood team. Like they don't recruit well ever. Indiana, I am a little shocked about because Allen was supposed to be this big coach that was advertised highly. And I would think, you know, after you have two solid years, like it wasn't like last year was their bugaboo. I think Indiana had a Indiana, Indiana had a good year before that. Not the same as this year, but it was it was good for their standards. So I thought they would be a better recruiting class, but Michigan State is out recruiting both of those after only winning two games. So I think Mel Tucker is moving up the Big Ten recruiting chart. He's I know it's not much, but he's top 10 in it right now. And I know that's not saying much, but we got to move up. You know, when, you, when you're at the bottom, you got to move up somehow, some way. But, you know, that's what the recruit, recruiting effect has for me. I think it brings it brings excitement and that transfer. I don't really call it recruiting for this class of 2021. I call it a, a cycle. Because it's so it's built on so many different aspects. It's built on the actual high school prospects that you can build off of, like Carson Castile, guys that are that probably have the the blueprint that Mel Tucker is looking for, but he knows they're gonna be, you know, he has to add weight. And then you have the Ma, the Ma G's from Bishop Gorman that you know are gonna be on the field instantly. You have the Keon Coleman's who are gonna be on the field somehow, some way. You have the Charles Brantley who's gonna sneak onto the field somehow, some way. And then you have the Cameron Allens, who's going to play probably right away. Geno Vandermark might play earlier than expected. A.J. Kirk might play earlier than expected. Tyson Watson, Derek Harmon, all those guys might play earlier than expected. And then everyone else, I think, are projects. Now, offensive linemen, I think it's an open it's an open field there. It's open house. You know, the best man plays for the offensive line. So that's going to be interesting to see. But then you have another aspect of the transfer portal of, geez, of our team, and that's of that cycle of that class of 2021, that cycle of 21, you have the transfers. And we just added Ronald Williams today, breaking news. That was amazing, amazing signing out of Alabama. I'm excited. He was a big kid coming out of JUCO. It's He's coming in from Alabama, so I don't care what anybody tells you. We got a kid from Alabama as a defensive back. They've been sending guys to the NFL like crazy. Mel Tucker recruited someone that went in the first round to the Green Bay Packers. So obviously we can assess talent. I'm excited for it. So I'm excited to see this guy at Michigan State. I don't don't let anyone tell you nothing differently. We I we have some beasts coming in next year. You know, we got Malik Carr, Ronald Williams, Cavarius Crouch. We got a six foot four wide receiver and Christian Fitzpatrick. 
Tank Brown. I mean, we got guys coming in. So you mix that cycle with the high school recruits and the some that might play. I think Michigan State's pretty deep. That's just, you know, I think we're pretty deep, and I think we're out recruiting some people in our conference already. We're out doing – we're bringing in more talent than some people are right now that are ready to play. Like, we're bringing in guys that are young and ready to play now that have been just weighing the blow. While some people are just kind of like still weighing on recruiting, knowing they can't out recruit the big guys. Like, so, you know, I think it's playing out more in our favor right now. I'm loving it. That's a big plus for me. So rolling us out here today, rolling us out of the, of the show for the day. Again, I'm not going to go over the spring game. I think we went over a little bit earlier. There wasn't much we could see on any side of the ball. Offense or defense, I like Peyton Thorne a lot. I think he sounds like a starter. I think he plays like a starter. His throwing motion screams starter. The way the ball spins in the air looks like a starting quarterback. I just think Peyton Thorne has the it factor to be the guy. No offense to Anthony Russo. I like the guy a lot. Anthony Russo, I think, you know, I don't know what he's going to do if he doesn't get the starting job, though. That's going to be awkward. I guess I should mix it up here with, say, my sleeper pick because everybody knows Kenneth Walker is going to beast. Everybody knows, you know, who's going to ball out and stuff. My sleeper pick for, like, who, you know, who I think is going to be extremely, extremely, extremely good. And I don't even think it's a sleeper pick. I like Chester Kimbrough, and I really like – I think, I think you know, I think Tank Brown's going to be an X factor. And, again, I don't think this is a sleeper pick. We haven't really – you know, there's just it's just a name on a sheet to us right now with stars. But, you know, based off of, you know, the high school tape, I went from high school and a little bit of what I saw, you know, the, the dude's the dude's a beast. Like the dude's good. He, he was a four star to high school for a reason. So I mean, I think I think Tank Brown's gonna be a sleeper. And then for offense, I think Fitzpatrick, you know, he's six four. I've always wanted tall receivers. I think tall receivers are needed. If you're not tall, like in college football, what are we doing? Six foot one. I mean, I like it for speed, but height is what we needed. And I really do like the Fitzpatrick signing. I think that's going to be an X factor for us for sure. And then the Ronald Williams, which isn't a sleeper pick. I think he'll be a day one starter. Those are going to be just good for us. So about the whole spring game, you you couldn't really assess it because nobody who's going to be on the field was on the field that Saturday. And it was just kind of a, again, like Chris O'Leary said, it was just a good opportunity to see what was out there, see what Spartan Nation was working on behind the scenes. It was just good to see football and a Spartan helmet out there doing it. So rolling us out the show, again, I want to thank you guys for listening. I appreciate you guys. We're going to start being on YouTube here. I'm going to try to do more like videos of me. I'm not going to just have like a, a damn PowerPoint playing next time. I appreciate you for listening getting through it if you did on YouTube. <laughs> But we're going to try to do a video. I'm, I'm going to try to work on having my face on there and making myself more, you know, social media friendly and getting myself out there in different forms, not just the voice, you know. So next video, next time we're on YouTube, hopefully it's a video and it's something more interactive for you guys. And for everyone listening on Apple Music, Spotify, everything else, thank you so much. I don't know. Again, I don't know if I told you earlier in the show, but we have listeners all over the world, Ireland, you know, everywhere. So we want to thank you guys for being so loyal and listening to us. Take a time out of your day. And again, enjoy the week. Get through the week. Make it to Friday. Be safe. Be productive. 
be confident and be consistent and have a great week and go green, go white.